Hello everybody, welcome to the Inside Scoop episode 18. We're live. Oscar here again. Hey dude, how are you doing? I'm good. Yourself? Well, not too bad. Just doing the, the usual, you know, game dev and all the projects that we have to do and everything. That sounds good. What's our topic for this week? Our topic for this week, which we decided shortly after the last one, is hitting the ground running. Mm -hmm. So... The idea basically being with um, when you've got the start of something, I'll give the example of the start of the semester, um, you set yourself a kind of standard for how hard you will work um, at the beginning of the semester and then you keep it up. Um, because it seems from personal experience that that way, and I mean, I've been, it's been said to me and I've heard people say it that doing that just makes it so much easier um to to well keep the high standard to if you basically it's easier than like starting at the middle in the middle of the semester right so if you're um you know for for the first half of the semester let's say um you're not really doing any um revision of your notes or taking notes you're just turning up to classes maybe last minute um to lectures and stuff then if you want to switch that up and and for the rest of the semester and actually put more effort in uh turn up right on time and then you know take notes and revise your notes after and do extra reading that's going to be a lot harder i think um because you're not getting as much benefit out of it this semester because already the first half you didn't put so much effort in um mm -hmm. And it's um, just a mental thing as well, but... Uh, wow, that's actually an interesting idea. Do you think, uh, that, for example, if you start in the middle, it's still better than not starting at all, or like, realizing last minute? Uh, I mean... Yeah, I mean, you should definitely... Yeah, I mean, you should definitely still do that. Um, right, you shouldn't think to yourself that, oh, okay, I missed the, the starting point. Yeah, um, yeah. So there's no point. Um, but in comparison to what you would achieve if you uh, just stick through with it, like yeah, right it's from another the one of those. You know? Yeah, it's another one of those things, uh, like with ticking off boxes for every, like doing something every day, right? Mm -hmm. uh, because once you've done it for a while, um, you know, you you don't want to stop because when you stop, you break a cycle. You've got you like you've achieved something already. You don't want to lose that now. Um, so you've actually got something to lose. Uh, so with, you know, starting, especially when you have a beginning like that, the start of the semester, starting then, um, you know, and if you, if you break that cycle, if you, if you've been working really hard into your, to your standard that you set for yourself for, you know, the first three weeks or a month, um, then, then, then if you break that, of course you should try to start up again, but you, you have an incentive not to break that because you want to keep that going for the entire semester because it's, uh. Well, it's something you have, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I remember using this app. Uh, it sort of gives you a little, um, I don't know, sort of a calendar view of every week. And then you you can either say that you did it. Like you set, you set uh, a few rows of the things you are going to do, you know? So it's like, imagine it sort of like a calendar view. So in the rows you have your habit and then the columns you just have days 
And I remember it would be like so sort of nice to to always have everything filled filled in, you know. Or I I remember I even I even started going to the gym sort of like you can set the app in such a way where it like it only breaks your cycle if you for example don't do it twice a week. So I I say like oh I need to go to the gym like twice a week. And if I don't do it for one week then that's it, you know, it's just going to break and mm-hmm. and basically you're going to lose it and I like that you you can also share it with someone else and you can either yep. uh, get someone else's um progress displayed alongside you you can like also you know poke them say hey i think you forgot something you know what, what's yeah, wrong that's really good yeah, and yeah. I think basically getting accountable forgetting is one of the things as well i think sometimes you're just in it like sometimes you get so busy you forget about goals that you set yourself yeah exactly well. so that's an important thing i think yeah and sharing as well with your friends that's important i mean Games employ that to do to get more people engaged, right? So mm-hmm. why not do that to for your whole own like well being and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, for example, the there's the plant a tree. There's the gamification like game uh, life yeah. RPG. I think uh, there's there's things like that. I don't think I would benefit, and I don't think I would like that uh, RPG type of thing, mm-hmm. where I don't know if you've heard about it. It's like you build your skills up and then the application revi- uh, rewards you with XP and you can get like virtual items for it and then you build up your hero. So it's like gamifying life. Like you can right. gain 35 XP for doing push-ups, you can do this, you can... Do- yeah, that's like That's pretty cool. You set it for yourself, but for me personally, like, I don't know, it doesn't really... I Yeah, I just don't... For that app, like, it's not for me, I guess. But yeah, how does it how does it measure it? Is that like exercise thing? Or? Well, it doesn't. It's it, it's just a habit tracker, but it also allows right. you to reward yourself with uh, XP. It doesn't necessarily have to give you, you know, like some reward for it, which I don't know gives you like voucher points or something. It's just like no. a tool there for you to sort of motivate yourself. You know, um, it like. So that application, you know, you're not, I don't think you're actually competing against other people because there could be, mm-hmm. uh, there could be, be, you know, people who lie about their progress, yeah, but yeah. yeah, but it's basically just for you yourself, like, mm-hmm. cause there's two application types, like the one with the way you grow the tree, you know, the more you do your habit, the more you get the, your tree to grow and stuff. So right. yeah, it's, it's pretty much that. So, I mean, yeah. these applications think- may work with someone, you know? It could work with uh, like exercise because you got these exercise watches and stuff. Um, you could actually like compete, and you do compete against your friends. Like people do that. Yeah. Um, I know there's been things. Uh, I know Joe, Joe Rogan did a thing, and obviously, like you can still lie with that, but it's a mm-hmm. lot harder. You need technical skill, so it's not available to everyone. You know, like wait, the effort way outweighs anything, like any benefit or perceived benefit. So mm-hmm. you know that works. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, remember what I said I will do for this week, last week. Do you remember what my mm-hmm. goal was? I mean, it was... I'm not sure. Yeah. Got a lot of goals. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but the one was oh, do to... do remember? <laughs> yeah, it was to stick through with uh, learning Mandarin every day. Right. And, uh, I'm going to say it was Zen, but... Okay. Oh, Zen. Oh, well, Zen too, yeah. But it's it's less of a conscious practice that I did. 
it's just like you know i was so deeply immersed in the making of the game that zen just happened i guess by itself mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah but i remember saying that i i want to keep up the specifically i said i want to keep the duolingo streak going and well right. i'm i'm on day nine of the streak now so i think it's you know i think i did it that's good for this week. so that's good yeah that's the thing uh when you started talking about the streak i was like ah hmm sort of makes sense because now i have this big number and duolingo being the flat the the platform they are they mm-hmm. are providing me with these passive aggressive notifications yep <laughs> yeah they're like very stubborn <laughs> but it it's it, it helps a bit you know it's like uh-huh. th- they just tell you like oh you didn't you didn't practice today or well you dropped out of top 20 or something or something you mm. know so every time you're trying to sort of like go and and push a bit um i don't think it's the best way but it's just uh the c- continuous constant way of growing and stuff yeah i guess you know, it's uh, uh cuz i was thinking today right i i would probably have to go somewhere online and actually look at what people would suggest um to learn mandarin right mm-hmm. because duolingo it's probably not the best app out there i'm sure there or at least not the only app that i should be using right but right. i think that it's at least providing you with this like gamification type of stuff where you when you try to stick uh, stick with it like every day and just at least something right but yeah but i think there should be better ways and i should probably if i'm serious about it i should you know try do better basically mm-hmm. you have anything for yourself any goals anything um i have some long-term goals that i need to get started on um definitely once we're, we're done with all the project work even though that shouldn't be an excuse because there's more than enough time in a day right now, especially that I don't even have a job or a part-time job. Mm. Um, but uh, I have a few few long-term goals, things, projects for over the summer and, and, and stuff um, for personal uh, gain. I think there will still be en- enough time for me to work uh, a, a 95 so this this summer I'm I'm dedicating to to you know com- just personal development and in terms of knowledge and 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 and, and stuff like that, mm. uh, and and artificial intelligence. Oh, and, interesting. Yeah, so hopefully, like this summer, I'll I'll hit it because like previous summers and there's there's only two, but uh, <laughs> our, yeah, our previous yeah. holidays, um, you know there you know I've always found either some excuse, um, not to. Do whatever extra things I set for myself, or I just got too like comfortable. And um, like when I started, um, or, or not well, or or I found some yeah excuse. For example, uh, that something wasn't you know, something was in my way, or something wasn't going my way, mm-hmm. or you know just things got in the way, or I was going um, on holiday, or or just wasn't you know in the in the best place mentally, right? Yeah, and uh, so building up over the past the summer's kind of the experience and also the kind of pressure that you know it's come to a time where soon i'm going to be out of university and i'm going to be have to looking for a job and stuff like that um 
this is like you don't get many um free free month breaks in your life once you start oh, working man, yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> so, what i was thinking right about uh so i had very very nice people today stop by my stream just raid me basically and uh they you know twitch raids whatever i it was very nice to have a conversation with they were developers from australia and it was interesting to hear their perspective on how they have to do their day job to like to fund their night job yeah. which is which their night job is the pro uh, the passion project the 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 game dev the you know the sort of the things that you like doing instead of just you know doing it for money so yeah it was quite an eye-opening experience to to sort of realize well i already knew this sort of but you know this it just kicks you in the butt again you know you think damn i have all this time on my hands right now yeah. could i be doing something better with it and mm -hmm. uh yeah this time at this time you know in life i think currently as it stands i'm doing well i guess as yeah. you know do, doing the game like just working on the game so I if i was playing good. i mean you know i used to play games and then now i just don't i don't i don't even want to play games anymore i just sit down and work on the game you know i just don't i don't know it's just like some sort of a motivation thing there's there's still a poster up up on the wall that says demo needs to be ready in two days i need to take it off because i submitted the demo yesterday that's good the poster's good. a bit outdated but yeah yeah something like that you know i personally think that i'm fine and yeah what about yourself you want to share i would just comment on that first like just like you're doing a lot of work on the game like so whenever you might think that you're not doing enough like you absolutely are because like you don't have any kind of responsibility that says you have to do this right with your spare time like you're in the university you hardly have to do anything to get by i mean you could you could probably just get a part-time job and live off of that mm -hmm. uh, plus whatever else that you have um you know so the fact that you're doing any extra is is good um mm. but yeah you know it always still feels like it's not it's not enough i guess it's the yeah, and that feeling is good because it means you keep pushing and doing mm -hmm. more. But um, yeah, because like the thing for me with university, um, I guess a learning experience. Um, when I started university, before I started university, um, I remember the day vividly. I, I was coming back, maybe it was after school um, or after just seeing my friend. I was coming back home and my dad was outside with his friend, his mm -hmm. neighbor. And I, I was just like, I went up to my dad and I was like, I just, I don't want to go to university. I just want to work with you because he's a Tyler and I've worked with him before. Mm -hmm. And I, I was just like, I just want to work. I don't, I don't want to go to university. I don't see yeah, the yeah. point in that. Wow. Like it's not for, it's not for me. Um, and then my, my dad's like chill. Like he was like, all right, okay, cool. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, um, like pretty much, but like, uh, I mean, I don't know what he actually thinks. Maybe he just doesn't say what he thinks much, but maybe he doesn't care too much. <laughs> but <laughs> right. I guess my mom talked to him you know, talk to them, and then they had a talk with me, and they're like, uh, basically convinced me to uh, give university a shot. <laughs> and here I'm wow. in <laughs> <laughs> And not only, not only that, but I've been hearing for the past, you know, episodes, you actually steering towards this academician career, you know? 
Yeah. Which really sort of ties you with with a university. Doesn't matter what university, but still, you know, it means uh you, I guess you're clo- closely collaborating with some sort of a university to do your research and everything, but in a way, yeah. but I'm still not convinced like I'll be taking that path. I'll definitely want to be independent as far as I as far as I can. Okay. Um, in terms of research, I want to have as much like all the freedom I can have, and obviously, you know, the things that I aspire to do now with artificial intelligence. When I was, you know, before I came to university, like I, I didn't think about that stuff pr- probably at all. Um, you know, so at that time, it was more of um, you know, was the well, I just I just didn't see the point in going to university and getting more of this knowledge. Uh, hmm. I was like, what if I can just work a job and and like just live, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously, university like still shaped me, so there's that. Um, and like the the amounts of you know the amount of time, the amount of thinking that I've had to do, overthinking, um, to figure out like what I'm what I'm doing here. Um, and maybe some questions that I wouldn't have had for myself if I maybe like until 40 or something where I'd be like reconsidering or maybe I should have gone to university. Right. But with university, like you've got this quick, like what, why am I putting myself in this position where I'm here for four years? I'm not working. Yeah. I'm getting like money basically, uh, handed on a dish to me so I can pay my rent and I don't have to do anything. Um, but like, so what's my purpose in life? Right. Mm. Um, so all these kinds of questions that eventually, eventually really led to my interest in AI so because that was like the ultimate thing for me like what's the biggest thing i can do um and that still is it and i've been you know very not maybe working enough towards that goal but i i am going to be consistent with it because like i think the most important thing and the mistake i've made in the past is changing my goal too often Mm. and i think that's just part of growing so Obviously, as you grow, you shouldn't, you know, stick to the thing, stick to the same thing just because you're, you're, you know, you have different interests now. I think as you develop, you know, that's okay, especially till a certain age, like as you discover yourself um, and go through whatever enlightenment or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's a balancing game. But yeah, I think AI is where it's at for me. Um, and that's what I want to do. Yeah. Wow, that sounds cool, man. Well, I've always wanted to try it, but you know, if I actually wanted, I would have already tried, I guess. Right. It's that it's that sort of like the whim or the wish, whatever I have in in the back of my mind, always thinking that oh, it would be so cool to like do one of those neural networks, you know, try it out and stuff. But then I realized like the best I could do is just probably learn how to do. A bit of image recognition by yep. employing some sort of a library which already does everything for me so like i just thought that it's a bit too much to you know to start learning everything as a person yeah. i remember when i was in the states you know i think i talked told you about the guy and uh, a very bright guy smart guy he spent the whole time i was there renting a room so he he doesn't have any debt he doesn't own a house he he did not get any mortgage but what he did was he worked a job to get some savings and then spent all of the all of those savings to rent a place for all that time and while he was there he was learning 
uh, on mm. on Coursera. He was learning on the Google Cloud, you know, doing Python and and uh, all of the AI stuff. And I mean, I have to check in on his profiles or something to see how he's doing. But I'm sure he's probably working somewhere with at least some sort of like something to do with AI, you know, because that was his goal. He's like, I'm going to spend this whole year just self-learning AI. And from his stories, I've heard that, yeah, you need, you know, you need discrete maths, you need this, you need that, you like. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know. As much as I find it cool, you know. Yeah, it's absolutely cool, yeah. It's, uh, it's cool, but I like, again, I always say, oh, I would want to, or like, oh, I always yeah. want it. But have I really? When I sit down and think about it again, right? Yeah. I'm more happy doing the things that I do right now, you know, which is design work, programming, music, like everything sort of, a little bit of everything. And when it comes to AI, you really have to dive deep so you would yeah. get any sort of results. So I guess and I'll just stay the, the guy who does everything a bit. Yeah, and that's the yeah. conversation you have to have with yourself, really. Mm -hmm. um, because, I mean, there's so many things that you would want to do that are cool, right? I mean, as a, as a kid, like you want to do everything right and then you grow up and you kind of realize that okay i kind of have to specialize eventually yeah because maybe or, i was like oh i want to be an astronaut and now yeah, i was like i mean <laughs> i don't know i mean there are guys which are way better than me and as much as you don't probably like you don't have to be the brightest guy to be an astronaut they just have to have like very huge like physical tolerance and everything you have to go through like you know rigorous training and everything like it is attainable, but like when you realize that, you're like, mm, I think I wanted to be a pilot once, but like yeah. I realized what it means right now. It means a low paid job, being stuck in a company somewhere because how can you make money by piloting planes otherwise if you don't own your own plane? You know, it's like you start realizing loads of things about life and just mm -hmm. as much as it sounded cool years ago, now it's like, eh. I guess I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's. Yeah. I don't know what's your look on on like things like that, but. Well, the you know the truth for me maybe this is a bit of a tangent. Um, when I did manual labor, um, as a laborer on a construction site when I was working with my dad, mm -hmm. that's kind of when I had the most time to think about the things you know that that inter interested me. Um, you know, the, the, the biggest questions I had about life and also eventually um, AI, um, neural networks and stuff, um, like in, in a very non-academic, non-proper knowledge way. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Um, and, you know, some of the things I, I thought up when I was doing that, that I later read, you know, in, in, in some of the reading that we did for our course um so it was like you know i basically came up with this thing before i i, I read it somewhere it was written like it, this kind of thing was already discussed before oh. um and so like i'm saying that to kind of highlight the the time where i had the most time to kind of develop my ideas was when i was doing manual work while i was doing manual work if if I'm kind of stuck in a in a programming job, like my brain is in um 
and doing the programming pretty much and solving those problems. Yeah. Um, so, you know. It's like, again, you, when you are making games, um, you don't find too much time playing games to play games or something. It's uh, a very simple and stupid example, but yeah, that's the one. Like, you know, or, or another one being like, if you're a programmer and uh, you actually have like a real nine to five programming job, Mm. Um, then when you come back home, the last thing you would, you would need, or like you would want to do is yep. most likely sit down and touch a computer, you know? Um, I think there's some exceptions to that, but yeah, well, well, people still do that. You know, everyone's like, just, you know, sit at their computer for, for, for the whole day and stuff. But, but from what I heard, some people mm-hmm. is, you know, you just sort of get fed up with it. Yeah. Like imagine sitting at the at your desk doing someone else's solving someone else's problem basically yep. if you are working at a at a company and you know that's what happens you just you know you just solve their problems i mean you are getting you are getting paid so you're making money and that's mm-hmm. totally fine that is your day job that is fine other people i've heard other people say they love their jobs they right. can't wait to go there and do the thing that they do every day because it just fulfills them. Yep. I've talked to some other people that like, I wouldn't be there if people weren't cool. It's like, I hate the job. Like I passionately hate it, but people are nice. So it's hard to say like what, what the correct thing would be. But mm-hmm. I just personally think, you know, if, if it pays you money yeah, and you are okay doing it, it's fine. Then you have to start thinking about ways of growth. Um, Like, you know, trying to see what you're good at, what you're passionate about, and what has the most economic power growth. And then you sort of of like match everything, make these Venn diagrams, and try to meet in the middle. Because otherwise, you know, if you're passionate about something and you're very good at it, but there's literally zero ways to monetize it, Mm-hmm. you're gonna be a starving artist you know yeah if um, you are very good at it and it pays you good money you're probably not really gonna be the happiest person on on the planet Earth, you know yeah and likewise all of these um just so you you sort of have to have to match because maybe you're very passionate but then it pays and then you're not too good at it then you know you're risking, I don't know, it depends on what job that is, but yeah, there's loads of risk involved and maybe you get laid off because you weren't too good at it, blah, blah. Anyway, mm-hmm. what I mean is like, you're always trying to, to find what you're good at, yep. what you would like to do and uh, what pays if you want yep. to continue on this path. Otherwise, you just stay in your job, yeah. get money that way yeah, and uh, do you the thing that you want to do on the side. Like that's, totally fine yeah you know and so yeah i definitely appreciate how much i've learned in the time that i've been here at the university and like it's definitely not i'm not gonna say it's not been a waste of time but you know i've I've gained a lot of knowledge about you know the computer you could probably sit me down and and train me to do a job and 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 i don't know whatever period of time but you could easily train me for a job because i have this knowledge of three years of computing right yeah so that's kind of 
I guess the idea of computing, you can be sat down and trained to pretty much do any computing job within a very small period of time because we're still very young, right? Yeah, not um, necessarily, you know. Um, you can you can train a computer literate person to do an accountant's job, but it's not really the easiest task of training an accountant to use a computer if the accountant right. has never seen the computer before or if the accountant is, you know, an older person. So sometimes think that being a computer scientist or just having that knowledge of how to use computers um you're a pretty good specialist you know you're you can adapt mm -hmm. i think yeah and uh yeah so it's, it's definitely not something to throw in a bin and of course it's not going to be something i throw in a bin if i'm working with ai um i mean ai is you know so much more than um you know it's working with different computing systems to, to gather data Um, you know if you're doing it for data science then you've got to you know, you've got to clean up the data. You've got to know how to uh, work with the databases. Um, you know, you, you've got to know, got all that knowledge. Even if you've got somebody else doing it, right, doing some of this stuff, you got to know, kind of have an idea of what they're doing. So, you know, that's completely not completely out the window. It's definitely very important. Oh, yeah. That I know that. In, dude, in these days, like these days especially, computer knowledge is a very, very crucial skill. Um, I've heard people talk about programming being just a, a very good subject to teach children and almost like, all right, so we're going to have our children in like 20 years, everyone's going to know, you know, programming because that's just another way to interface with, you know, it's an, mm -hmm. another language, so like English, but it's a bit more universal. So they say that, well, we're going to have children in the future, just everyone knows how to code. And I have, you know, a suspicion that this is, this may not work out because there will probably still be people who don't care about this at all whatsoever. But mm -hmm. I think it's a very good skill and it's necessary and right. Yeah, it's cool. So what's a I guess a tough question? I think we should should move back onto the topic because I've got I guess an interesting way to do that. But like to what extent, um, you know, do people have the right to manual labor? Um. Because, like, so the thing is, you know, when we're moving, like, when, when we're automating everything and so on, eventually we don't need people to do um, manual labor. Um, now, you know, even with that, you could have people technically buy a piece of land, start a farm and do that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and, yeah, I guess they could do, do that. But, like, not everybody wants to be, as you said, a programmer or whatever. Yeah. So, and like, I mean, you know, eventually people are going to be made redundant. What is going to happen? Yeah, you're you're actually bringing a very nice and interesting point forward. I don't think I've ever heard it put this way, but it makes sense. Like, uh, wait, how how did you? Can you repeat the being entitled to to manual labor, or was it? Yeah, have I, I have a right to do manual labor? Here we go, something yeah, like okay. that. Yeah, because yeah. it's gonna start becoming your right. It's like, you know, I'm entitled to five days of vacation and blah, blah. You know, it's one, one of those things. Like, I I have a right to vacation, to this, to that. There is, there is probably going to come a time where just, I know my rights. I want manual labor because, right. you know, people are just going to be displaced, as you say. Yeah. And but makes sense. Yeah. 
I mean, eventually we're all going to be growing up into technology, and I mean, where they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, so you know, eventually people probably um, what what wait, what was manual labor again? <laughs> oh, <I> can... <laughs> was that thing that we learned about yeah, in yeah. history class? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can only imagine that, man. Oh my god. Um, but like the thing that we'll always need is food, right? And so yeah. like all the innovation and technology that we've had. But people don't in the modern in the first world don't really starve to death because of fam like there, there's no famine there is no like oh the crops failed so now we're going to just die there's always like because of you know the the technology that we have and, and I mean society like the the how far we've come we're able to provide safety nets for like people um, if there's droughts like we can support farmers and stuff right yeah but they provide our food so this is... like whole system is what it allows that but eventually um you know when that's automated um you know if you want to go and have a farm of your own on on a small little plot mm-hmm. what incentivizes anybody to help you out if your crops <laughs> right yeah exactly you, i guess you just kind of die and then I mean... what about all the doctors that go to medical school for what nine years i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> like you go to university in a med- medical school or whatever how it works um, and then they can like cure you if you're feeling ill. Well, when, when you're, what right do you have if you if you're working on a little farmland like uh, somebody from I don't know seventeenth century, I don't know fifteenth century. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all this technology is there, but you're deciding to live the natural lifestyle. Should you just be left to die if you fell fall ill? Because you're not really, you know, you're just living for yourself. You're, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing is. I still I still have seen posts. I I don't think they were fake, but I for sure damn hope they were fake. I wish it was a fake post. Some woman posting like, "Oh, so bad, you know." It's like a comment under under the article about how crops failed and stuff and it's like, "Oh, too bad, like I don't need to farm." It's more like why can't they just go to Walgreens and buy their vegetables there and something like that? I was like, wait, 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 what? Like, so you're basically saying that all the crops died and it's fine because you can go and find them at Walgreens or something? Like, yeah. Sorry, like, that is what? Scary. <laughs> yeah, that is like, really scary. <laughs> I hope th- I hope this was like, I don't know, man. Oh no, wait, am I am I mistaken? Walgreens is probably a a wrong store that I that I mentioned, but yeah, it's it is it's a pharmacy. My bad. <laughs> right. So, but 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 what I'm basically saying is that there was some sort of a store name that followed, which was like something with greens, um, which like you know, basically yeah. you can get your groceries at the grocer. Why would you even farm? Like, what's wrong with people these days? You know, like they're still farming. Like, yeah, because <laughs> like, where do you think it's coming from? So, I don't know, you know, vertical farming or whatever thing can be invented to just, like, use less uh, physical space to maybe, like, make more. But GMOs start, you know, popping uh, popping around and, and, like, I don't even know what the best way to be to go around, like, you know, how to feed the population. But um, self-expression should be allowed the thing is is just like how sustainable is it you know like 
you want to have a little pl plot of land, but how many other people want that? And right. with the with our population slowly growing, are we actually gonna have like imagine how much land we've polluted with bodies? Bodies. Yeah, bodies. Imagine how much land <laughs> dead bodies actually take up. It's one of those things that uh, animals will never understand. They eat their own dead cubs, right? And they look at the human and human population and say, "Oh, they they hoard their own dead bodies." I'm just gonna have a look how fast we decompose. <laughs> <laughs> they put them, they put them in 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 the uh, in coffins. They put them in like wooden coffins, you know, hide them from from the from the I don't know the the things that hide underneath you know there in the depths uh you can't hide this is nature we came from nature and we're gonna leave in nature it's not yeah. we it's just that you know the human mind is a bit weird so this this stuff happens but like you know i'm not saying it's wrong sure it's just cultural that's that's been that's been the thing I'm not saying that we should just, you know, start throwing out bodies or like burning everyone or just yeah. you know, throwing them in the in the pile or something. But especially if we don't have to. So one month yeah, yeah. after after death, the body starts to liquefy. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, eventually, after a very very long time, I think graves do like get you know every somebody else put in the same spot somebody else used to um, lie basically. Possibly, sure. possibly depends on what the time frame is, but yeah, that's the. So yeah, uh, yeah, but that's the thing. So that's you an know, interesting expression. <laughs> but as you said, uh, we will always need food. I was thinking about mafia mm. and how how they would like take uh, the garbage and the the what's the other business, uh, the disposing of dead bodies. It, it's the what's the. Well, basically, cemetery business. So I don't know what the the pr right, process. Yeah, the pr the the process of you know, uh, doing the funeral. Oh, the funeral business. Here we go. So like, sure. You take garbage business and funeral business because there's always gonna be trash. There's always gonna be things that you know, people produce trash, and that's that's a fact. And it's just everywhere. You know, as much as we'll try to recycle, the recycled waste is still just waste so we're never gonna get rid of that unless we come up with some i don't know interesting things like plastics that disappear after touching the water you know like maybe you just wash something off and it just uh i remember we we had this i've uh we've tried labels like paper labels uh -huh. which you you can stick on anything on a plate on uh i don't know it's it's mostly for like food boxes in the fridge or something so you stick that thick label on your box you write stuff on it and then once it touches water it's like it just disappears so it basically right. means you can throw it in the in the washing machine uh not the washing machine the dishwasher uh, and it just dissolves like in no time That's so cool. so stuff like this right which could help us avoid yeah. the trash thing, but yeah, there's always gonna be dead bodies too. So I don't know. Well, I mean, dead bodies will decompose in a short time, so that's not a problem. But 
Yeah, but the thing is, there's always going to be a, a production. Well, very stupid word. But like a production, like imagine a city city builder game, like a city management something. If you build a city and you provide it with all the necessary resources, like power, uh, water, food, you know, all the... The city has a production of something. Like the city can't always take in. There's things that they you know, throw out, like, again, food, dead bodies, I don't know, production produce that the city makes, whatever, you know what I mean, it's like, it's a both-way street, there's always going to be something that's going to need to be disposed of, even if we start, you know, living uh, in a 300-story buildings with robots serving us, when you take, I don't know, a suite out of your pocket, it's still going to be wrapped in paper, wrapped in plastic, wrapped in something. So I I can only guess what, what AI can come up with on how to dispose of these things. You know, maybe if they can simulate materials, uh, if they can simulate, you know, uh, what's the word for it? Fibers. Uh, maybe they can simulate plastic fibers and then simulate it up to the point to find the best way to dispose of it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there could be like an AI which could just like keep simulating it to find like what do we need to influence it with so that it would dissolve into something that would be useful again. Uh would be easier instead of, you know, maybe melting or like burning it or you know what I mean. Yeah. I don't have the answers, I just have questions and I think that every one of us should have questions and should, we should just keep asking them because yeah, it's eventually, yeah. It's funny that we're going to have to have go the, the hard way for that, for science to come up with some amazing way to dispose of plastic because <laughs> the easy way, obviously, is to introduce legislation to use less plastic. <laughs> um, that's, that's, that's an idea too, yeah. But yeah, we're going to have to do it the hard way because, you know, legislation isn't going to happen. <laughs> or it's going to take very, 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 very long. Um, but... It's hard to implement new things fast, so... I think once it picks up, then it's going to be downhill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for it to The, the up, snowball effect, right? Yeah. Um, I think maybe back onto the topic. Uh, do you think that is something you would do? I mean, it's probably something you do probably not thinking about it already, or not thinking about it in... in, in in an explicit way like that. Um, when it comes to... Hitting the ground running. <laughs> the topic. I think we hit the wall running. <laughs> yeah, we hit the wall uh, like, running. literally, like, five minutes into the podcast, not actually talking about the topic. And we already <laughs> talked for, like, almost an hour so. I don't know what we're supposed to do. I think, do you think we need to reschedule this? And, like, actually have it in front of us so that we could, uh, you know... Well, I mean, we don't have to. I was just kind of, like, keep, thinking we could Keep think talking about... about uh, I, I mean, there's, surely there's, you know, there's more to talk about. There's some other things I wanted to mention, and there's not enough research that I meant to do, but I'm super responsible, so I didn't. Uh, but, yeah, I, I was just kind of thinking we could, like, come to a full circle and kind of think about maybe how we could use this in going into the summer or something 
um, or mm. like plans we could make. I mean, you know, obviously, I don't expect you to think about it this way, mm-hmm. but maybe just kind of like uh, think up some examples of what we would do going to summer. Like, would we set ourselves uh, a kind of standard at, at the beginning? Like, I will do this much every day, um, or I will, um, I don't know, I'll, I'll read or for an hour or two on 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 subjects that will further my knowledge in a particular area. Mm, yeah, it's one of those sort of uh self-imposed uh time whatever. It's like sometimes works for people, for others it's just, you know, it's just another time frame. Um yeah. What I mean is like nothing really changes when summer comes. Yeah. The only well, thing that does is like that we officially don't have to be doing any more uni work exactly but i would probably be the wrong person to ask as i have been really floating with the uni work and just like very deeply hardly focused like hard uh focused on the game i don't know i my code uh, cold calculator says that i wrote uh 6000 plus non empty code lines which means like it's it's not i mean i look at it and think like games usually have like even an indie game it's still gonna have something like ninety thousand lines of code or something right, right. like uh depend. Well, i mean again code is uh if you don't yeah the framework they're there yeah their their games are usually framework and everything but yeah so i what i did is like i only calculated the because i'm I had Braid in mind, you know, Braid by Jonathan Blow. So he made, I'm pretty sure he made everything. So that's why it's so much. But I just took the scripts folder that I created, not counting the engine or anything. So I, I think I wrote like 6K lines. Is it is it a lot? I don't know. I, I, really, I really don't have a, like a thing to measure. Uh, I've heard that, you know, good programmers write 10 lines a day, something like that. But like good working code, that's, that's the, there's like some sort of a Google metric that, uh, says like how many lines of code a programmer has to write a day, uh, to be like a good programmer, whatever, you know, that's, Mm. that's what, that's what Google. It's a weird way to measure it. Oh, now it sort of went up, right. Uh, dzone.com says 50 lines. So writing code, blah, blah. The 50,000 line listing can be en- entered by a programmer at about 1,000 lines a day or about 50 man days. Wait, what? 50 lines of production code a day. Yeah, but that that's the thing. So 50 lines of code, like actual good production code as opposed yeah. to just garbage stuff that you're going to redo or something. But yeah, yeah it's, it's been going. It's not actually coding. <laughs> so. Yeah, sometimes it is, exactly. Um, when I was in IBM with some... We were just like looking at what people do there, and the, some guy came, some like like hardcore programmer. All he does is programming, apparently. And uh, he sat down, and he's like, "I spend ten percent of my day programming." I'm like, "Wait, what?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, apparently, that's what programmers do. They don't program. They do program. They program the most out of everyone else, you know, because they're programmers, mm-hmm. but. They have to deal with loads of other stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah, but I think coming back to the topic and not uh, stretching it any longer to... I think I would need... I would actually like to think about it as uh, summer's uh, 
when we're going to be recording our next week's episode. Summer is still not here, and uh, we're going to be two days into freedom already, because yeah. I think uh, our submission is going to be literally two days before the podcast. And uh, after we're sort of submitted it, submitted everything. Um, yeah, it's on the 20th morning. So. Yeah, so we're going to have a few Wednesday, days. Wednesday, Wednesday morning. Oh, well. It's almost there. <laughs> It's almost, yeah. the, almost the final stretch. It doesn't feel like it for me, for me personally. So that's why I want to like ask you, do you feel like something's like changing drastically for you? Uh, actually, yes, but only really because for the you know last few weeks or whatever I had left with university has been weighing me down be- just because you know I haven't put in the kind of effort I, I, I should have the entire semester. So, you know, any extra effort that I put in now is very insignificant. Um, and that's, that's the only reason it's kind of weighing me down mentally. Um, mm. But, yeah, like, what, I, what I've been referring to as the summer really starts for me in five days or, or so, where I'll be really, like, it will be kind of like a clean slate because that's last project submitted and, you know, got to do something with my time. Yeah, so it's like, that's it. I don't owe my time to anyone else. Yeah. It's just me, myself, and I. And mm. it's uh, it's kind of like the, it's the issue of the what I call the Tomorrowland, not to be confused with the big... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, the, the music festival. And, and, the, and the music festival. Uh, what I call the Tomorrowland is, is always saying, I will do this like so many days. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow, by definition, but mm-hmm. <laughs> not definition, yeah. but by the name. Um, but like, I'll do this, you know, sometime in the future. I'll do this when I get home. I'll do this when I have some free time. Mm. You know, not to be falling into that trap because I've fallen into that too many times. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I won't be yeah mentally weighed down by university anymore. Um, kind of this, I, I I'm gonna be able to put it behind me because I know I messed up this semester, um, for many reasons. Um, and you know, once I can completely throw all of that out out the window yeah. of my reset, skull, my brain just reset. Yeah, there's not too many left. I think there's just two semesters left for us. Yeah, and it's gonna be quite different from all the others that we had. Isn't it's gonna be writing our honors project? I think mm. so. Technically, you can finish the degree in like three years, apparently. But well, I think we're gonna be fine. But you need to start small with something. So what I'll probably be doing is I'll be working part time doing uh, uh, food delivery again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many benefits. You get paid for exercise. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, the best job in the world. And then you know, actually setting myself standards from the, from the start and keeping them up. I'm not giving into you know stuff I've given up before. And as you've mentioned, you're friend in a previous podcast about how like when he would go home to his parents he would go to the library local library mm-hmm. because he couldn't yeah study because his mom would come in the room and stuff like that and like maybe like oh, food or or something sweets i don't know yeah, like everything when I'm home, that's tempting you yeah so i'll be like i'm kind of probably limiting how much i've spent so much time in isolation here already i've kind of gotten used to it mm-hmm. so i'm just gonna kind of make use of that I mean, first two years of university, I, I, like, I, I didn't, you know, I was, I've always been kind of a lone wolf, if you like. Yeah, so, yeah. 
men are kind of fallen, men are usually more loners. Fallen back into this uh, more with with the uh, with the lockdown now is unprecedented. But yeah, I'll be limiting really how much I'll be going back home or or, or stuff like that. Um, you know, just having a good schedule. Uh, not you know breaking it for the sake of oh well yeah like my mom said oh, are you coming back this whatever if I've got like a schedule you know that's my schedule and I'm sticking to it mm-hmm. uh, like like if it was work like that's the biggest problem with this it's not work so you, you you don't have to collapse somebody and say oh sorry I can't come in or can I have a day off or you know call in sick or whatever you can just say to yourself you're your own boss oh, yeah, okay, so I'm going to make an excuse today because somebody, uh, my mom asked me if I'm coming back home or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, even that or being in a relationship or whatever as well. Yeah, but the thing is, you have to answer to no one else than yourself. But, you know, those aren't a priority for me, especially if they, you know, if I treat this as as work and and you have to, if, if this is something I'm taking seriously, and if I'm I'm doing this instead of finding a full time job, mm-hmm. then I'm treating it as a full time job. That's the thing, and that's a yep. difficult thing when you're working for yourself. Um, and it can be too easy to and so so that's supposed to be a benefit of it that um you're more flexible, but you still have to, you know, have a schedule and do the work. Or you can you have to be a, quite a harsh harsh boss to yourself because yeah, otherwise you know productivity is going to suffer and everything i don't know what happened to me in the past few days when i had that weird accident happen where well i don't call can't really call it accident but i used to feel tired i would barely be able to wake up um like eyes are red i can barely peel them open um i'm so like i don't even know you know like feel tired all the time and so i was just like damn yeah probably just um, i don't want to use that word but like you know burnout. burnt out yeah i really don't want to say it but what do you think yeah as i said i i don't really i really don't want to use the word but um you know uh, burnt out probably i don't know yeah i don't really know what burnout burnt out is it's having it's, it's so hard people just like to use as an excuse as well <laughs> yeah some people just say it but i was like maybe that was maybe this is maybe this is what i got you know maybe this is what actually happened because i i really felt that imagine going to bed and your heart is racing like 90 bpm whatever just like like that yeah and i try to you know employ all my zen tactics to just like i get that let go don't think about anything just be happy be this be that like just be calm nighttime that's it shut off nope yeah it's just it's just constantly like and then i feel something well maybe there's heart problems maybe there's some diabetes starting like i don't know i don't know Mm. i'm not a doctor but i realized that something's a bit not right so now you know getting vitamins getting a better better sleep um getting going to sleep earlier having more of an established routine and in terms of the summer i really want to talk about this next week at least have a little uh episode of just have a little yeah. time in the podcast but to give you a, a brief outline i want to be streaming and doing my game and taking a rest from this too like just have yeah, a have a better definitely. schedule as you said because when i'm working on something i'm working on something it's yeah. like 
up up until the point where where it's unhealthy. So right, yeah. Have a schedule, have the optimized schedule, and like stick to it. I think almost the same thing that you you want, but it's a very it's a very good good topic to be to be yeah. thinking about. And then well, you'll be you'll be dedicating yourself to like all the things you want to do. Uh, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, probably, I guess. Right. Yeah, I hope so. Should be fine. So. Uh, it's uh, it's funny. And I guess funny. I don't know. If it's funny that when you when you mention that about the whole sleep thing, because the legendary first semester that was so good that I also always mentioned, mm-hmm. and I was very productive, uh, and I was really pushing myself that much. Like I would go to bed and like I would get ticks. Really, like my legs would just like what tick what like um what do you call it spasm i guess mm-hmm. even just yeah, i guess yeah. with, with whatever you know you can call it stress i wasn't really stressed at the time i was pretty happy with myself how much work i was getting done and how productive i was and everything but yeah i was like really like going 100 miles an hour and and, and I, that's kind of where i felt that so i don't know if it's it's kind of similar to what you're talking about mm. it's like sort of having that yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's hard to reflect on. I don't feel like I fully recovered from it yet. Right. And that probably means, you know, need some vitamins, I guess. Need more water. Need more sleep. And need some time and some chill and rest from from just working. Yeah. One one more thing, maybe. maybe yeah, one more thing. Or maybe leave it till next week. Ah, fuck it. Leave it till next week. It's all right. Well, it depends on what it is, but yeah, we, yeah, about, we could. Uh, well, you know, the fact that the whole thing about not taking a full-time job up during the summer and working on your own goals is actually putting as much effort, as much work in as you would if if you were working nine to five, right? Mm-hmm. So that's pretty important, I think, if you're, if you're going to be achieving. I mean, I guess... Um, you know, doesn't actually have to be nine to five, right? Because you can put a lot more work in in a shorter period of time versus, you know, spreading something over over um those eight hours, right? Yeah. Um, and like you hear stories of people doing, you know, sitting at their job having nothing to do for eight hours. Yeah, it's like wasting so, time <laughs> and stuff. You know, but if when you're working for yourself and you have some goal, and there's going to be another goal after that. Like, I think you're probably always going to find something to do and. You're going to have to put a lot of work, especially at the start, to get yourself to where you can be independent, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, it's not gonna, it's not like, uh, you know, you're gonna be slacking off or doing it. So it's just a hobby because you're doing it to replace real work, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think a schedule, schedule, just having a very good schedule and sticking to it. But it would be it would be an interesting topic to to think about and. So I guess we we can have a little notes or something. I think I can just hang a little paper yeah. above my table that just like reminds me to think about these things and have a lot of, sort of like a prolonged thinking session mm-hmm. to see what what would be the best way to to tackle the summer because I I really like that you brought it up, yeah, the the whole thing of, you know, we have a summer and we should use it to the max to the fullest. Right. And yeah. Because I don't think we're gonna have so many prolonged experiences of uh, so much delaying, freedom. yeah, so much freedom and sort of like delaying responsibilities. Because we're like, yeah. that's what I was thinking today and t- chatting to, to the developers today about that. It's like, 
I am still in a position where I have my responsibilities delayed. Yeah. It's good to have this gradual, you know, gradual uh, sort of dipping your toes into the, the, the responsibilities of, of working, sustaining yourself, whatever. But like, I'm very fortunate that I'm a student right now. I still wouldn't want to go to a nine to five. I still enjoy having to not think about it yet. It's like, yeah. it's good. Maybe it's going to be a motivation to try and avoid nine to five altogether. Maybe. If by any chance, you know, something happens and it's like, I don't know. But all in all, you know, got to be a simple man. What is it? Leonard Skinner said. <laughs> or, or is it? Uh, I'm not familiar with that. With that no. <laughs> Wait a second. Uh, or is it? Yeah, it is. I'll send it after the podcast. So. Cool. Well, yeah, I really enjoyed talking about it. Yep, that was good. Nice. Yeah, I like it. I pre- appreciate the appreciate the mind picking with the with the summer thing because it's really something we should be thinking about. Because otherwise, you know, you're just gonna miss it, just as everything else. Yeah. Just don't even notice it. It's but. too easy to pass it off as free time because you don't have responsibilities quite. Yet. Yeah. Yeah, and I I like that we're actually thinking of how to how to spend it because other people would probably be thinking about the amounts of coke uh, <laughs> uh coca-cola i mean <laughs> amounts of uh of, of coke well that's how well that's how they they call it you know uh and uh doritos mountain dew whatever it is you know imagine someone just being there like oh my god summer is coming oh, i'll be able to eat them all you know play them all games and everything right so we're yeah. we're like transcended, ascended already. So I like that. Yeah, it's uh yeah. Especially when it's up to you, yeah. With being a student. That's a pickle. You choose your path. Yeah. Alright. Cool. What's the end uh end little thing? You choose your own path, I said. Well, hmm. Could it be it? I mean <laughs> hit the ground run <laughs> and don't stop i don't know <laughs> the topic <laughs> hmm uh what did we get out of that discussion what did what did we discover about our topic well not too much because we we talked about <laughs> other things too <laughs> yeah well i think we'll just leave it at that be mindful of the opportunities you are presented with and capture them yeah that's what i'm gonna say that's how i'm gonna end it and thank you everybody for listening and see y'all later